With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is Isaac Wiseop with my lovely consort, Mrs. Wiseop. Hello. You're listening to Bring Social Norms Podcast. And today we are going to resume our conversation. We started off... Last time talking about transhumanism, but we didn't even put our toe in the water yet. Last time we, I don't know, what did we end up talking about? Talking about Mrs. Wiseop getting drunk and fighting people on Facebook? <laughs> Fat shaming. Um, what else did we talk about? Sperm counts dropping. The roundup. Killing off all the testosterone in the men. Making the frogs gay. Making the fro- Turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> but that was all... We didn't even get into my notes, and today we're going to do that. We're going to get into the notes. And what I did was I took... Because transhumanism is a a large, confusing topic. And we need to uh, sort of get down to the basics of it. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about when you say that. Yeah. And you say it all the time. All the time. That's because out of every conspiracy out there, this is the one that is for sure going to happen. So did you, like come up with this theory or no was it floated before you um i i don't know um the I, the concept of transhumanism is something that's been around for a while okay and sorry i'm trying to this computer i swear to god i thought we fixed this thing <laughs> why are you talking so are you talking soft but anyway to answer the question no i didn't uh, invent transhumanism i didn't invent the I mean, I've dived into the conspiracy around it for a long time, um, and there's not much that I ever came up with. I think the I think the only conspiracy I ever came up with was back in 2011. I had a conspiracy about storage wars, <laughs> and it was a real gem. I don't remember what it was. It was stupid though. You're adorable. <laughs> that was back oh, when storage wars was that was hot. It was yeah, so hot. Totally. Jared, Jared made me laugh. I like Jared and Brandy. Oh, goodness. Anyhow. You're the best. Okay, so, yeah. This is how dumb I am, though. That I thought, like, you know how, like, when little kids think their parents are, like, the ones coming up with all the info? Okay. That's how I feel like you are. Oh, well, I should have, <laughs> I should have rode that out. What am I doing? Like, I think you came up with transhumanism. No. Uh, well, I mean... I guess because I talk, talk about, about it so man. much. I mean, it's the, in way, every the book. way you talk about it is like a, as if it was your. Oh, I just it it's because it it's because it rings so true to me because 
the path that got me on there, because like my first book, what did I write that in like 2012-ish? Uh-huh. That has a whole section on transhumanism because I was really into, like when I went to college for engineering, I was really into like technology nerd stuff and you you know you combine that with how the matrix trilogy came out oh my god and you loved you had such a boner for it, it, the it, matrix i just knew it i knew this was it like this is the truth and um yeah and and my apologies to everyone listening if the audio is screwy i i don't know if you if you follow the saga we had to get some some equipment i bought the equipment and this is our first time using it and I don't know what's up with this software. It's really making me mad. It's blowing our voices out. So this one might not be optimal, but I'll screw with this later and figure it out. But, anyway. well, but on the replay, it sounded fine. Yeah, but I can see on the little levels here, it's all screwy. It might it might be okay. It might not be a big deal. Okay. Uh, and speaking Sorry. of, before we get into transhumanism, yes. Um, let's see. We got some some good reviews, and I'm not going to do this every time. I promise. But B Dog two six seven eight has some good reviews. Says says uh you know likes that we don't always agree and the fact that mrs weisop doesn't sugarcoat it we need smart out smoking female views Ooh, i like that don't hey look look b dog two six seven eight don't don't egg her on yes egg me on yes <laughs> and then uh boss lady tiny left a nice review and um then uh man, i was talking to uh i don't want to put his name out here on blast i was talking to my man Another fellow Utah that's part of this show, and uh, he likes our show too. I guess him and his wife. So shout out to uh, Mister Mystery Utah and his wife. That I won't say their names. I, why? Why won't you say their names? Um, I don't know. You know, some people like to remain anonymous. So I feel like always they're their dirty air. little secrets. You know, like say their, like listen, we're not going to put them on blast because that would be embarrassing for them. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, I just some people prefer anonymity when you get into this conspiracy world and. You know. I gotcha. Well, I don't mind being their dirty little secret. That's yeah. Fine. Well. And, they can and like us in private. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about me setting up a table at the Salt Lake uh, Comic Con. It's in I think it's in September this year. That was the saddest. Do you ever tell oh, me story? Oh God. All right, let's do a little story time. Back in twenty I don't know, thirteen, after I wrote my first book, I rented a table at Comic Con in Salt Lake. Yeah. And you should put you should put the picture on. Oh my god! I should put the picture put on the Instagram. Picture on Instagram. Okay, let me find. I gotta find the pictures. I think I have it on my. I think I have one. Okay. Um, In my phone. So I, I, we set this table up. I had a, I printed this banner out. I bought. Two, I think I bought like two hundred copies of a Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory. Yeah, I was like, these are, we're gonna we're gonna sell all these things in three days. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. And I think I sold twenty five of them. <laughs> And we were like, I didn't even make my money back on the table rental. And then we got home, and I remember we had a ser- we had a fire pit at our at that house, and we had a serious discussion about throwing them in the fire pit because I was like, what am I going to do with these books now? But who would have thought? I just, in fact, the first time I had to re up my stock of Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory was in 2020. No, really? Yeah, I had to buy more. Yeah, in fact, I I just put an order for more, and I'm down to five copies now. Yeah. But that was still all from that. Yeah, the 200 <laughs> lasted. It lasted like six years, <laughs> seven years. Oh, it was ridiculous. That's my favorite. Well, because I kept I so like I kept writing books, adorable, and I gained in popularity, and then the other books people would buy the newest book and like yeah, and you definitely like 
I feel like your first book was like you get in your you're wetting your whistle. Yeah, you I hate it. it. Out. I, I I'm embarrassed by it when I read it. I'm like, what? Ugh. oh, I don't think you should be embarrassed. Uh, I don't know if I'm embarrassed, but like I don't like the way it's written. It's poorly written for anyway. Yeah, so I'll, if I find the image of me <laughs> sitting there sad at my t- lonely I, table. No, the we'll picture I it. have, you weren't sad at all. You were so excited. It was first day. Oh, that's because it was the first day. Yeah. By the by, the second day, you were like, I'm going to go to the store. I'll be back <laughs> six hours later. No, I'm just kidding. Well, anyway. I'm like, do I have to participate? Why do I have to participate? <laughs> well, now you're going to have to if we do it in September because people are going to now know who Mrs. They're going to want to meet Mrs. Wise out oh now. God, I got to diet. You're going to be a celebrity. All right. But I'm trying to see if they'll let me do a panel because I really want to do a lecture circuit once I get this second alien book done. Mm. And I want to Which I'm going to start scary locally. Anyways. What's scary? Well, are you going to talk about the other things? No, I cannot talk about the legal issues until that's resolved. Oh, okay. But I need to be careful because basically the Illuminati is out to get me. (laughs) As I've known for years and years. I, I, it's just funny to me. I mean, when it, when I when I went on socials and said, "Hey, look, my website's down. I'm ha- facing some legal issues right now." You know, people were like, "Oh man, they're out to get you. You're saying you're saying the truth too much." And at first, I was like, "That's cute. Like, I'm not that interesting or that dangerous." But then I thought about it. And I was like, "You know what? I kind of believe you know these I people. <laughs> you know what I am? <laughs> you know what I am dangerous. You know what I am a bad boy. I am dangerous. I am because because <laughs> the thing that I'm in trouble for is something everybody else does." It's stupid to me. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I feel like they're harassed. I feel like I'm getting harassed, basically. Well, anyhow, tis what it is. We're not. We're not here. Yeah. That was, so I'll, I will find that image. I'll post it on the feet on the socials. Um, at Instagram, or yeah, on Instagram is at Isaac Wisehop and at the Wisehops for the Breaking Social Norms feed. So we should just make him go on the the one. <sighs> Which just one? To be like a little. Treat for our naughty little listeners. Oh, for just the breaking social norms, yeah. folks. All right, screw it. Yeah, fun? yeah. This is only going on the breaking social norms family. Isn't that fun though? Because it it's fun. like we're their naughty little secret. Now we're going to keep this little <laughs> secret between all of this. Yes. It'll be our inside little jokes. Yeah, that's the what rest we'll of do. them can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the not the wokesters. <laughs> The wokesters. Not the wokesters. Okay, anyhow. The ones that hate me. <laughs> they don't hate you. <laughs> well. They love you, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I get I get tons of great feedback on our no, shows. it's fun. I love the feedback. It makes me feel Yeah, well, you, we need it so we know what the people want. Yeah. yeah. And yes. it's generally good, so that's good. Yes. Uh, the last show, the tally on the F words, it was said seven times on the whole show. Oh! An all-time low. Okay. And I was responsible for two of those. Booyah, baby. All time low. Okay. Okay, I'm working on it. All right. Now, time is time is precious today because I've got chicken strips to make here in a minute. <laughs> and I'm starving. Usually it's the battery dying, but I fixed that because now I have this new equipment and the battery doesn't have to die. Very good. And uh, what are we going to watch tonight? What's on TV? I don't know, our eight hours of Avengers. Well, well, now 90 Day Fiance is over, so we can't watch that. Well. We'll find something. The Avengers, yeah. I got to finish the Avengers with Thanos. Okay. All right. Transhumanism. Hit me. Now, okay. Transhumanism the thing that you made up. The thing that I invented. <laughs> what I'm world famously known for. 
which, <laughs> um, the okay. So there's a couple. I I don't have a lot of notes because there's a. It's basically a handful of huge ideas. Okay. That I need to sort of lay out before we get into because I have to sort of explain why this matters. Okay. Why I why I don't just believe Besides... this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. Oh. Oh, boy. There's zero doubt in my mind. Okay. This sounds intense. It is intense. All right. This is why, like, I'm so, like, fascinated by it. And it's probably, if I write another book, this is where it's going to go. It's oh, Evolution wow. of Man Transhumanism. All right. Oh, don't. The, oh, here we go with the dogs. Don't. The, no. You have to understand, <laughs> you have to understand evolution, okay? Okay. The idea that, and I don't know if evolution, I'm not an evolutionary biologist. I don't know anything about the evolution of man to know if it's true or not. I guess there's a bunch of nerds that say it's true. Sure. I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I don't have, you know, like, like Christian people like freak out about it or whatever about evolution. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's so silly. I, I think, I think if you say evolution and the, the way evolution happened, that I look, I read this book sapiens by Yuval oh, Harari. Yes. Yes. And much like, uh, what do we, we did the royal family and your knowledge came from one thing. Well, this oh, is my knowledge way, from one thing. I watched another documentary about the, um, about the royals and I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't realize it, but I, then I found some things. I was like, oh shit. All right. <laughs> well, see. not way off. I wasn't way off, <laughs> but t- I was like pretty off. <laughs> yeah. But we warned everybody. <laughs> We warned everyone. <laughs> Your fault, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have ran with that. I felt so confident. <laughs> I liked your confidence. I think it was good. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. And in the book, he basically lays out the history of evolution of the Homo sapiens and the cultural shifts that happened along the way. And part of that, part of what made us defeat the Neanderthals was our our uh, the frontal lobe or prefrontal cortex or something. Some, our brain had evolved more and we were able to come up with collective myths. We basically had imagination and we could get behind fantasy concepts that we just make up and say, hey, we're all going to believe this made up bullshit. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll believe that. And then the Anthos couldn't do that. So uh, money is why? kind of... Why what? Why couldn't they... Because they had... I don't know. That's Brains are so weird. It is weird. Okay. Don't ask me. I don't know. That was the gist of what this big-ass book was saying. Okay. And the the concept I always try to to relate to people is like fiat currencies. Like, we all agree that this dollar bill is is worth, you know, a dollar's worth of goods. But, like, it's really just a piece of paper. It's not worth anything. Right. But we all can wrap our minds around the idea that this is a thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, that enabled the Homo sapiens to sort of like get things handled and done better than the Neanderthals, and we were able to outlive them. And bada bing, bada boom, here we are. Gotcha. I do have some Neanderthal blood. Do you? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? Oh, I did that DNA thing. It says you have Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> yes. Actually, I don't. I don't remember if it was. I know my dad does. I don't know oh, if it really? got picked up on mine. Oh, interesting. Huh. Well. I don't know how that works. I I think my dad told me. Maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was my dad. Which would maybe be you too then, right? 
Well, I guess you don't pick up all of the genes from each one. Like some stuff you pick up more than others. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think We're out of our league on this one. I don't know. Count one. I just said that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do that in the reviews when I have to manually go through and find each one. Um, But anyway, the idea is that, so the reason why the Christians hate it, I would argue, is because it dismisses the idea that God created man. And, uh, you know, this idea is more of like, well, man came from, evolved from bacteria from the Big Bang. And, uh, you know, we, and also as part of that, the reason I, I bring up the collective myth is the idea that we came up with the idea of God and the idea of religion. And that's, again, another reason why society was able to progress is because he talks about how it's important. So, so like tribes, people that can sort of tribe together better over a wider scale is better for evolving the race. And that's another thing that Neanderthals couldn't do is like they were kind of like lone wolves, essentially, whereas like Homo sapiens... Like, for instance, if we go to another country tomorrow, you and I, mm-hmm. like, we would be, you know, two Americans in this foreign country and we'd feel a little bit like, oh, geez, like, we're the outsider here. But then, you know, maybe we'd find some, we'd find a Greek Orthodox church and we'd go in there and then we'd feel like, oh, okay, here's here's some, some people. It's our, our people. We're okay. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the basic idea of religion and the collective myth and how we were able to sort of, like, get people to go behind one cause over great distances without any real reason to support it. It's kind of like how uh, the church in New York after 9-11 got destroyed. The Greek Orthodox Church got destroyed. Yeah. And like, you know, we did all these fundraisers at our church along with all the other Greek Orthodox churches to raise money to, you know, rebuild it. Mm. You know, it's like stuff that like, like I've, I've never been in that church. I probably never will be. But like, here I am helping out. Right. And it's just like kind of this idea that, and I think that's the, what, anyway, I say all that because what he's arguing in the book is that we invented religion because we have this sort of like desire to have a fantasy brain Mm -hmm. and it actually works good for us to do that. We make myths all the time, social constructs. We make them up all the time. Yeah. I I would say that that's the majority of people's like belief systems yeah. isn't isn't a thing. It's not really a thing. It's just right. you were told this thing, and now it's a thing for you. Yeah, and, and if, like you th- if you my think about- grandma thought this <laughs> and told my mom, and my mom told me, and now I believe this. And that's what really screwed me up was reading this this idea. It really blew my mind because it's like really every single thing we do is like part of this fictionalized world fantasy world we've created yeah none of it's real yes and then totally agree with that that brings up the idea of religion you're like well this is a bunch of made-up bullshit too it's just another piece of the big puzzle of how everything's just we're just a bunch of weirdos playing out this theater of life yeah that's all we're doing that's why it makes it so hard for me like when people get so bent out of shape about this stuff you know it's like I, i don't know like it's just hard if you don't have. I know they are going to town. <laughs> the dogs are fighting, and I, I, I snap my finger. Tita, she's always so dramatic. She stops and whips her head back, and stares at me all crazy. I know everyone's like, 
cold the cold story bro <laughs> we just love our dogs they're, so they're funny i need to film them when they're in here doing this so you can they're hear such idiots. anyway anyways but like the whole, it, it's so stop i can't i can't keep my thoughts well you I'm, know I have I'm trying to record deficit. them okay can't. i just want people to see what we're doing here all right well I guess anyway you can, like, okay it's fine go ahead out, let's keep it moving oh, chicken strips let's go you're making me feel <laughs> weird <laughs> sorry you're making me feel so weird you have to stop okay sorry <laughs> you're all over the place you know i have a hard time okay my Jeez. apologies <laughs> okay well i don't even know what i was saying we were talking about religion and how it's part of this imaginative myth that we all subscribe oh, to. Oh, so it's just, it's weird to me to have people that are so, have such strong convictions about this because it's like, I don't know, I believe it and I'll like, I, I don't even, I don't know how deeply I believe it. It's like I'm always looking for extra information to help me believe it more mm-hmm. or whatever, but I'm not like going to argue with people about it, I'll be like, I don't know. That's what I kind of think and feel. And like when I go on a hike and I look out over the valley and I'm like, well, the world is magical. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it feels like there should be like some unifying thing that like where we all came from because it just feels so magical. Mm-hmm. But like, am I going to go be fucking rude to somebody? No. That's so embarrassing, and I don't understand why people right. feel that you know feel that need to be like, well, I believe this so much that I'm going to make you feel like shit about yourself. Yeah, it's like cool. I don't know. Like I don't know if their brains understand that it's possible that it's a fictionalized myth. Well, and here's the thing: it's like you can still believe something and build your life around it and not be an asshole. Yeah. It's, they're not mutually exclusive. Hang on. Stop it. You guys are too much. I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's get back on the evolution topic, right? Yeah, hit me. So like, we, okay. So we already kind of talked about constructs, kind of like how, how, uh, you know, gender is a construct, you know? That I don't believe in. Yes. Right. And and I think he even talks about this in the book as well, because he talks about how like you've got this this term male, which is biologically and like an X Y chromosome, and then the biological term female, which is two X chromosomes, and like that's a biological fact. You're one or the other. Yeah. Or yeah. you're a a some you know, some other mixture of yeah. whatever. I was gonna say, but like nah. you can define biological male as this, biological female as this, uh-huh. but the idea of a man and woman, those are just constructs, which is where a lot of people get confused. You know, a lot of everyone gets all up in arms and they're like, oh, really? That's, that's not a man or whatever. You know, like people get yeah. all upset. And, uh, and it's true. It's like we define what a real man or a real woman looks like or behaves. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this is just pointing to this idea that we've evolved according to a f- made-believe fairy tale. Agreed. So, and and then another idea we have to look at is evolution versus revolution. And any technology will go through many stages of evolution before there's a sort of disruptor that's the revolution. So, for instance, um, like your radio in the car, 
you know, the, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Like a radio in the car, you know, used to have the uh, AM, FM, and then once, like, Sirius XM satellite radio came out, like, it was super improved. Like, out of nowhere, it was, it was that was a revolution because it was like, well, this isn't the same thing as a AM, FM radio. This is like, it's, it's streaming in higher quality. It's got the, you know, the track title on the thing you can pick up and all this. And AM, FM radio responds by... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By cranking up their features, and now they got like HD radio, and then all of a sudden, boom, they got the... Now they can figure out how to get the titles and of the uh, song on your on your head just head unit there, and that's and there's kind of a process in technology where every piece of technology goes through the same process where their last dying gasp is when they maximize their uh, like features and all that stuff. I mean that might not be a crystal clear example. I'm sure there's better ones, but. The idea you've got two different things and they're and they're different. You got evolution and revolution, and it's very rare to get a revolution. Um, evolution is the idea that everyone sort of adds on to features, right? Like, um, I don't know. Like, like look at look like at it gets incrementally like a yes, little bit better. Incrementally better, yes. Okay. And then you'll have a revolution which comes along and just blows, blows it, it out, out of the water and then replaces it's a whole new thing. Yeah, it's like when gotcha. Okay, when, I was just. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was just going on line and trying. I was like, okay, well, what's the definition here? Because that was kind of hard for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Better. Like. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so a complete revamping of. Yep. Got it. So the the idea of transhumanism is that man has evolved over the years. Homo sapiens have evolved, and we will slowly be. And we're already doing this incorporating technology into our bodies. Uh, a phone is a perfect example of it. Of course, it's not in our bodies yet, but like you've got an Apple iPhone or uh, the watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got the Fitbits and these things communicate with your phone. And it's a matter of time before they insert this. You know, Ray Kurzweil talked about this 20 years ago and he said that you would have a contact lens with which you could access the internet through the corner of your eye which ironically i think he said was going to happen by now no if i'm not mistaken isn't he the guy that like makes all the technology like uh he predicts where technology is going to be in a certain time and he has like a very high accuracy like he's a yeah 
Okay. He's the director of engineering at Google. The, the devil. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Our number one enemy <laughs> in this household. Is, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they single-handedly brought me to my knees. They destroyed me. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They shadow banned my website, and then they kicked me off of YouTube all within 12 months and brought everything to a, a crashing death blow. Then I That's when I pivoted to podcasting. I said, well, this is all I got left, books and podcasting, I guess. Anyhow, <laughs> the, re- the transhumanism is the revolution. It's when... We're now a new, a new life form. We're a new entity. We're we're going to be a digital consciousness. Where's our body going to be? That's where it gets tough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if you've ever watched Surrogates with Bruce Willis, who's in it? Uh, I don't remember who else is in it. I know Bruce Willis is in it. Okay. Um, that that depicts Was exactly what they're going to do. Uh, late? No, I think it's mid 2000s and it's about him and his wife it's in the future him and his wife are they're having issues because what happens is in the in the future world you basically lay in this like coffin bed and strap a helmet on and you go into the the digital matrix world to do everything your work everything but bruce willis is kind of like a you know salt of the earth kind of dude he he'll go in there and do what he has to do, like get work done and make the money. But then he'll like unstrap and like go check out the gross, ugly world that's you know the real world. But most people stay. His that was the problem him and his wife had. His wife stayed in that digital matrix because you could you had an avatar and like she was this very beautiful, sexy woman. But in real life, uh, she was not, and she stayed in there. Okay. And he was like, "Well, damn." So did Bruce Willis look the same in both? I don't remember. Oh, you... Oh. I saw this a long time ago. He has to have, right? Well, I don't know. But the point being, know. the point being, the digital matrix is what where we're going to... Surrogates. Okay. The digital matrix is the home for our digital consciousness. Okay. Like, that's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. And what brought us here was the scientific revolution, which we're not going to have time to go through. But uh, if you, a lot of conspiracy folks will point to the first atomic test as the, the what do you call it, the inflection point of well, evolution? You are ta- that's, you're t- being too smart for me. Okay. Okay. You're, s- say that again. The, the first atomic test. What do you mean by that? Uh, back in like 1945 when the, so they had like the oh, Manhattan like Project. Bomb. Yeah, the bomb. Yeah, right. Okay. Down in, uh, was it New Mexico? The Ornada del Muerto. <laughs> <laughs> means route of the dead man. Oh my. And Oppenheimer talked about how, uh, I don't know, we become the destroyer of worlds or whatever. Well, Who the said whole. that? Uh, Oppenheimer, he was like a famous scientist down there working on that stuff. Okay. He also said that science, he said something to the effect of like, it's not always the solution, but it's like a beautiful tool or something to that effect. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, totally. Like, okay. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. <laughs> but do you know that when they first started the atomic test, when they when they lit off the first 
bomb or whatever. I don't know what they called it. Okay. They thought it was po- one one possibility was going to be that it annihilated the whole planet. They thought it was going to cause. Anyways? They did it anyways. They thought it was going to cause a chain reaction. It could have caused a chain reaction. They they were like, eh, we're pretty sure it's not going to happen, but let's give it a shot." <laughs> they thought Are they you were, fucking kidding. Yeah, me? they were worried it was going to cause this chain reaction of don't ask me nerd talk and it was going to blow up the whole world. But they did it anyway. What if they did do it and it did? And we're all dead. And we're all fucking dead. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Why would I don't understand that? Well, they think there there's arguments, and this is where I I want to take the conversation of transhumanism. Okay, it's an alchemical occult fantasy come true. Okay, okay. Yeah, when you say stuff like that, I don't know what you mean. Okay, so the first scientist, the scientist that gave us the revolution in the during the Enlightenment, Isaac Newton. These you, these guys. So you start. <laughs> What? Okay, so these guys that you were You say too much like I you use these weird you use words <laughs> okay, in weird okay, ways okay. that like I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm a about. natural performer. I can't turn it off. I love it. It's attractive. There's I old just guys that listen to AM radio late at night that get off on this I know this they talk. all have boners right now, but I don't know what you're saying to me. So, okay, so science so early scientists back when like the church had had the the final say on everything. Yeah. Like you remember how like they imprisoned Galileo because he said that gotcha. the the yes. the sun was the center of the universe, not yes. the earth. Like around that time, you got these old timey science nerds wearing wigs and doing lab experiments and okay. stuff. Yes. When it was really taboo. Yes. Because they were like playing with the devil juice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. And these early scientists and mathematicians, they just so happened to most of them be in the alchemy which is like this um uh like the mystery sciences and all these like this woo woo idea of being able to find the path to immortality okay and it has a lot to do so with when you say alchemy like the only thing i can think of is spells that's not too far off okay it's like i think of like witches or warlocks doing spells like yeah. putting shit together i think of like chemist Yes. Chemist putting a little bit of this and a little bit of that in there and making the thing. And that's true. Beaker turn purple. Alchemy was a term before chemistry. Uh, It comes from Egypt where the Egyptian mystery schools were, which is where all this. Okay. Let me me back up for you here. Okay. So you go back in time three before Christ, thousands of years ago. Okay. Ancient Egypt. Yes. There was this time called the Zeptepi. Okay. Yes. And this is when the gods walked among us. So, like, when the ancient Egyptians have all these, like, depictions of, like, Thoth and Horus and all these bizarro shit. Yes. That they think that really happened. They were like... Who's they? The ancient Egyptians did. Got or, it. Or maybe they do today. I don't know. I don't... Okay. I don't know Egyptian culture. And Okay. But they, they believed it. And that's why, you know, they did all the weird shit they did with the pyramids and burials and all that crazy stuff. Okay. And... One of those gods, Thoth, supposedly taught man these secrets of the gods. This is the alchemy. He taught them these secret alchemical ideas of how to... Um, and, and it gets really fuzzy because there's there's like a literal alchemy of turning lead into gold is one idea. 
But then you've got this like metaphorical al- alchemy of purifying man's spirit to become immortal. And it's all the same. Kind sort of, yeah. Basically. So some of it is true and some of it, it might be crazy. They, there's story there's things that allege that they're all true. Like they say that some of these people perfected these skills and they the, the some of these people some of the people no some of the people who oh. were practicing alchemy that supposedly some of these people. like Nicholas Flamel was like a famous occultist who practiced this stuff. Okay. Who's also in the Harry Potter stories. They make mention of them. Okay. Because the Harry Potter shit's like real occult stuff. Okay. That's why people who you know, there's a whole generation of people who grew up on Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mention any names, <laughs> but you know some. I know some, and I love some. And that's why they have a hard time with religion because the occult ways of Harry Potter influence them as a child <laughs> and tell them uh, there's a better way. That's that is so <laughs> ridiculous. How? No way. You don't think so? Not even you for don't one think second. The, Okay, here's where, and I don't, I never, I rarely side with the evangelicals, and I definitely would never protest Harry Potter. I think it's totally fine, but it takes a parent to sort of explain to them, like, what you're watching here is stuff that they used to burn people alive for doing, and they shouldn't have done that. But there's this path that Harry Potter goes down is an alchemical path. It is exactly what the Bible warns us about. Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, the Tower of Babel, man tried to ascend to become God. That's what alchemy is. That's what little Harry Potter did. Okay. Harry Potter reached apotheosis (laughs) where he became God. (laughs) Was there a lesson on uh, the Bible at the Hogwarts? There was not. (laughs) Okay. But that's like saying... Listening to rock and roll, the devil's music, will put you on the wrong path. It I mean, could what? put you on the wrong path. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If that's the case, everything could put you on the wrong Absolutely. path. Absolutely. Life itself could put you on the wrong path. Absolutely. So that's like, it seems like it's inflammatory. It does seem it inflammatory, like, it's like, but. It's like this thing of being like, it's. It's almost like you're crying wolf all the time. If everything is a big old scary <laughs> thing, then if I'm like an yep. an atheist, I'm an atheist. I'm walking down the, the I'm walking through the world, and everybody's like, 
Don't listen to the don't listen to that music because that's the devil's music. I'm gonna roll my eyes. Okay, don't look at this uh, right. movie because that's gonna put you on the wrong path. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like porn. That's like saying you have no thought in your head to control any of this shit that you can you are that easily swayed. I think that all of those things plant a seed. Okay, agreed. I agree with that. And it takes the person to sort of. It's like everything else. We just talked about all this collective myth stuff. Like if you're if you were born and raised uh, LDS, we'll say, uh-huh. and you get all these ideas drilled into your head that you know, sex is bad or whatever. I don't know what they teach Mormons. Okay. From what I understand, it's like you shouldn't masturbate or have sex or, but go ahead and get married at eighteen, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, that's your worldview. They were. There's no harm in that. They're just telling kids what to do. I, I think there's more harm than that. I think people grow up and like that. That sticks with them, and they can't see anything outside of that. So I'm not giving religion a pass here. They're just as guilty. I'm saying, entertainment plants seeds. Religion plants seeds. Mm-hmm. Everybody's planting their seed, trying to create their own reality, which brings us back to alchemy and magic and the Hollywood magicians creating a world. Everyone's creating a fantasy. Okay, wait. We you started are out. Saying so many words. Just a minute. You're saying the Hollywood magicians. What do you mean by that? The people who create the movies that we consume and the entertainment we consume. Okay, so you're saying the Hollywood magicians, meaning like directors mm-hmm. and producers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. They tell you it's magic. Disney is a land of magic. Okay, I agreed. I'm I, with you. My world, I just, my I'm view. To, I'm trying to keep up with what you're. I'm trying on a to riff, say. man. I'm on I, a riff, and I love it. Listen, <laughs> it's very attractive. But I'm sure. I, it is. I'm not being a shit, but I am trying to stay with you. But this is like you, I feel like a nerd geeking out about my action figures. Lo- you know what? <laughs> I love it, but I have to understand what you're trying to. Right. Say. I, this is what you're here for. You're okay. here to make slow me down. Slow down. A little I want little. everyone to understand these concepts. Okay. Not everyone's so the Hollywood like a magicians, total dork. aka the movie makers. Right. Dis- Got it. Disney. We'll say Disney. Whatever. Because that's what this whole world is. Is a battle for your belief. Write okay. that write that I, down. That's a quote yeah. from me. <laughs> okay. Write that down. All right. That's all we're experiencing. The whole thing. Between right. my psychedelic trips I've had. Yes. And me reading this Yuval Harari book and him talking about this, how this, this created society today. It's like, believe our reality. Yes. This and is everyone's reality. trying to create the believe reality. It. Fox News is throwing every article talking about how okay. immigrants are all the devil. Okay. The liberals are all throwing all the things that like Bill Gates is God or whatever. Okay. You know, everyone's just battling for like, but the truth is never black or white. It's always in the middle. Bill Gates, is he a bad guy? I don't know. Like Maybe. He's got good and bad in him. Yes. I'm sure he's not entirely bad. Sure. He's definitely not entirely good. Right. Uh, you know, it's like anything else. Like, And the truth is always in the middle. And it's like, they want you to be, um, I don't know, a simplified robot to respond to the thing. That's And that's why I always bitch about the truthers. Because they, they're, they're being conditioned and they don't even know it. Okay. To support right-wing nonsense. Agreed. And I know because I see it on my Twitter feed. Everyone immediately, any any story that pops off about anything, it's like anything with a liberal tinge to it, they're immediately shouting it down. Oh, really? Well, what's next? And it's like, 
I don't know. It, it just goes on. It drives me nuts. I'm like, you guys are being conditioned yeah. through Trump's nonsense that somehow they hitch their wagon to for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just bothers me because like, I'm not I, – I, the truth community is all about not having conditioned responses. We're not supposed to believe everything that's told to us. Yes. And that goes for politics too. I don't believe all the things Critical the liberals thinking. say. I don't Critical thinking yeah. skills. Yeah. You got to question everything. You really do because everyone's okay. battling for your belief. They want mm. Disney wants your world to be full of their princesses and weirdo shit they do. <laughs> and and as an adult, they want you to go on their cruises and go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. They want your world to be that. And they're like, "This is the fun safe world. Everything you love is at Disney." Boom 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And they don't want you to think outside of that cuz that takes money from their bottom line. They don't want you to think you know what? F F our kids. We're gonna send them to grandmas, and you and I are going over to to Amsterdam to bang hookers in the red light district <laughs> and smoke the ganj. They don't want you to think that. Why do you think we don't get commercials for Amsterdam to bang hookers and smoke ganj? Because Disney. <laughs> we're, ne- we're never gonna get through this transhumanism. Crazy person. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It's just my stream of consciousness okay, right now. Okay, I like it. Okay, I agree. I agree with you. But at some place, it's like that evangelical crazy, right? Yes. Of like, you can't listen to music. Don't <laughs> touch your penis. Uh-huh. Like, it's which, which too- for the record, I advocate for listening to music and touching your penis. <laughs> That's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so those are your... It feels like you're going too far to that side. You um, feel like I personally am going too far to that no, side. No, like I feel like or in your argument, that argument. Here, in your argument, I can see that. I could. Un- I understand why you, why that feels like that. I know you're not like that, but yeah, we listen to music. That's where like a lot of my audience gets very confused by me. Yes, but but like I I see the things and I just report what I see. I don't have to agree with it. I tell them I want, I enjoy a lot of this nasty stuff, <laughs> you know, Yes. but like, I don't disagree with them when they, you know, like they're playing the wet ass pussy on, on the Grammys. Obviously I didn't have a problem with that. I was like, cool. Let's see that wet ass pussy. <laughs> but like, I did have a problem with being like, this is like the mainstream normie show for yeah, like, I agree with that. I don't know. I- I like seems a bit much. It does seem for like, like little a bit, kids to just. I, and I don't know if kids watch the Grammys, but but there has to be some kind of level of of I don't know about decency, but uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I don't know what I love I the song. It's not like I don't think I love that song. I would dance to that song. I think it's a fun song. Do I want to see my niece listening to that right, song? Right, not really. Right. They're just, it's but for that, adults. But that's kind of like our music. Do you remember the naughty songs that were I know. We were kids? Two okay. Live Crew. We had lots of naughty songs. Yeah, I, was, I remember listening to Two Live Crew and like, man, was it like fifth grade, sixth grade, body count? Talking about cop killing, <laughs> killing cops? I was like, yeah, kill those cops, yeah. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, like, if I didn't, if I was easily brainwashed and manipulated, I mean, that music could have. Made me but want to be a cop killer. We have to like bend our world to the dummies among nope. us. We need people like me to tell people <laughs> to wake up and know that you don't have to subscribe to everything you're told. Completely agree. I'm right there with you. So that's why I'm saying. Okay. Harry Potter. 
This all started with Harry Potter okay, throwing ahead. shots at Harry Potter because right. he goes through the occult sciences. He is showing us the alchemical secret mystery teachings that go back to ancient Egypt and Thoth and all these things. Okay. Which is fine, right? Like, I don't know. It's just a story. Who cares? Yeah. An interesting story, nonetheless, because yeah. I think all this alchemy talk is very interesting. Alchemy comes from... Uh, the, uh, the black sands of, by the Nile, because they thought like the gods were the ones that gave them fertile soil to grow crops and start the agricultural revolution. Mm -hmm. So that's where that comes from. Alchem, like the land of black soil or something like that. And that's where chemistry comes from. Chemistry came from the term alchemy because Originally, it started as, like, literal magic and, like, playing with the gods and stuff. Okay. But now it's just science. Now it's just chemistry. Al chemistry is just chemistry, yes. But chemistry but, but, is just alchemy. No, because, like I said, there's, like, this spiritual metaphysical element. Because no one knows the truth about alchemy, the, the true history of it. They just don't know it. it it's alleged to have been... Thoth, this god, came and gave mankind this secret wisdom, which is a story repeated over and over, even in the Bible, in the book of Enoch. They talk about the watchers, the, the angels that came to earth and banged all the chicks and then taught them how to do magic and occult sciences. Like, they talk about it. I mean, that's like the language do they use in the book. Do you think that they're saying, book. like, science -y stuff? Yes. Or do you think that they're saying magic? They're saying magic in the Bible because in the book of Enoch because this is written hundreds of years ago. Sure. But there's a point in like, I don't know, the 1500s-ish, give or take a couple hundred years, where the people who started our science that we know of today were toying with with magic and weird stuff like that, like in a lab. Mm -hmm. And the scientific revolution is what started this whole thing modern society where we live today which is obviously like ruled by the sciences you know okay yeah all right so the, it, a lot of the like i'm reading this uh james downard shelby james shelby downard i, I can't remember his name right i'm reading this book james downard shelby he was like an old school conspiracy guy like one of the first mm -hmm. and he talked about um synchromysticism which is, they also call it the twilight language or basic, the simple way, synchronicity or the idea that the universe has some connection with man, like, like, like astrology, right? Like you're born under a certain sign and they're like, oh, okay, here's your horoscope and here's why you're going to act like whatever. I don't know. That's why you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't do anything to change that. Right, <laughs> right. I'm, that's just so. That's just so, Scorpio of me, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, like the easy way off. Yeah, but the, but the. Okay, so like, uh, so in alchemy. Okay, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm about to go down a path that's going to be more confusing. So I'm trying to like okay. steer a different way. That's so right. like when 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 I'm talking about how Thoth. This supposed God came and gave man these mystery, alchemy, secret wisdom crap. Well, there was also... Thoth was also known as Hermes, okay? Okay. That's the short version. 
Thos was also known as Hermes. Yeah. Short version. Hermes Trismegistus was like another name they called Thoth. Okay. 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 And Hermes, same story, gave man these these emerald tablets that told them how to do all this stuff, all this magic, how to pursue immortality, all that. Mm-hmm. And um, Hermes, and and they call it the the Hermetic wisdom, the Hermetic like um, Hermes. Wisdom. Like there's the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. It's like a magic organization that uh-huh. Crowley was in. So is this meaning that this is coming from those tablets? That's right. Okay. But it's all like mysterious. Like no one really knows. And no one knows if there's really a secret teaching. And no one knows if there's really a way to get to immortality. But these people who gave us the science we know of today, which came from like Newtonian mechanics and all this laws of physics. Mm-hmm. I mean, we you couldn't be where we're at today talking on a computer if you didn't have these occultists screwing around in a lab with the devil magic that the church hated so much. Okay. Couldn't have it. All right. Okay. Take the good, you take the bad, you take the both that you have. The facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> now, the... Where were we talking about? Um, okay, wait, go back to the... Go back to the Adam thing. The sentence you said where you were like... About the the atom bomb. Okay, so... What were you saying? Okay, so that's one component. Okay, so like in Kabbalah, which is like another one of these sort of... Mystery schools. Mystery teaching things. That Madonna did. Yes. And Brittany. Yes. It has the red bracelet. Yes. Got it. Get me. Kabbalah means oral tradition. It's basically these... I don't know. People that were in the know hundreds of years ago passed this down. Basically, you're just trying to better yourself as a better person. Well, some people would say that. Some people would say that it's the idea of ascending through the tree of life and becoming God. It's always about man becoming God. What they call apotheosis, which is what little Harry Potter Potter did. Okay. And for man to become immortal, man can now be God. And there's other elements. Oh, so that's what they're... When you say man becoming God, it's just basically people saying, I want to be immortal. I'm afraid to die. Partially. It's also talking about how man thinks that... So, like, the way we're talking about how society is a, a battle for your beliefs, okay? Okay. Everything we do is is people trying to create the official history and what reality is, in quotes. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's part of it. It's like that's even in the Bible, it says that God created the universe through the spoken word, through the logos. And that's kind of like a magician thing, because like in in occult magic, the magician through the hermetic action, there's that hermetic Thoth thing, Hermes. Okay. Through the hermetic action, as above, so below. Through the okay, wait. Through the hermetic action, Uh are you saying that that is? You mean the Tablets that were made of... Yes. The emerald tablets, yes. The emerald tablets. Yes. Okay. So through the emerald tablets, Mm -hmm. it said someplace on there, as above is below. As above, so below. So below. Yes. Okay. Which is a term for understanding the concept of why magicians do what they do. Because we were talking about the synchromysticism and the synchronicity. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea where the magicians think, uh, you know, I can cause some kind of change in 
so I, I could project my will into the universe, mm-hmm. and the universe is so powerful, it'll rearrange, quote-unquote, reality mm-hmm. to fit my will. So when Alistair Crowley says, do what thou wilt, he's talking about pursuing your will. You are creating the world. And in some ways, we all do this all the time. Mm-hmm. You tell a story, you tell your version of the story to someone. Okay. You know? Yeah. And... So, like, that's an element of man becoming God. Man wants to create and control the world, which you see these bazillionaires buying news companies. Why do they buy news companies? But you're only creating your world. Not You you have Uh to have other people buy in to your world. And that's why billionaires buy news companies. (sighs) Okay. And that's why there's entertainment. That's why entertainment is an industry. They now have access to, or now they have the way to make people believe that this is reality by calling it news. Yep. Yep. And entertainment's another component of that. Like they know entertainment's very influential. Mm -hmm. Like how do you think they make all this money? You know what I mean? Off the ads and stuff. Okay. That's why, you know, that's why I get paid for the podcast. I get, they they pay me based on how many listeners I have. Not because like, I don't know, they just feel like it or it's a popularity contest. It's yeah. because like if the more people I get to listen to their mantra, the more that creates a new world, you know, what? that's why, that's why average, like, like Coca-Cola, right? Okay. They place advertisements everywhere Dude, all the time. Like the- the language is so flamboyant. Like, it's like, uh, it makes it hard to understand. Do you know what I mean? Well, what I'm it, saying? Well, um, yeah, like, uh, like they're trying to create their reality. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but they just want me to go to Target and buy a shirt, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's marketing. Because you're saying this is a marketing skill. Yes. By creating a reality. Right. They, Target wants you to think that, like, they want you to be like, Target's a great place to shop. Whereas, like, the guy next door is going to be like, no, Walmart's a great place to shop. They have lowest prices ever. Or whatever. Okay. But it's all in an effort to get your your time and resources. Money, That's what Brian Callen said when I went on his show. Okay. He said, no one in Hollywood's trying to be the Illuminati. They just want your money. But money, what does money do? When you when you have more money than you need, like what's the point? Like you're accumulating I wealth. I don't understand it. I think it's like uh I, yeah, it's I don't so know. out of my it's so out of my wheelhouse. I would be like, let's make this shit dope for mm-hmm. everybody. That's what I don't get. I don't understand why people just want I don't know either. Like you have more wealth than you could spend in a lifetime. Or ten. Why? Why keep why? accumulating more? I don't more? understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Okay. I don't know either. You got so me. maybe it's a sickness. Are they just sick in their fucking heads? I mean, they gotta be right. They gotta be like greedy, kind of, or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It feels worse than greed. There's got to be something else driving it, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how greedy could somebody possibly be? Yeah, like, I don't understand how Jeff Bezos has so much money, but, like, 
apparently doesn't treat his employees that well. I don't get it. I just, I, the, it, it's hard for me to understand. Like you would think if he, you were Jeff Bezos, you'd be like, look, I'm never going to spend all this money. So like I might as well make my workers like the happiest, most well-paid workers you've ever freaking seen. Yeah. Like I've got that's dope because now yeah. you are an icon. Yeah. Now that's like everybody. It's like, it's like when you talk to people that work for Costco and they're like, those people don't leave those jobs. Yeah. Those people that work at Costco stay at Costco because it's a great place to work. Yeah. And everybody talks about how great it is to work at Costco. I'm going to work at Costco. <laughs> I've changed tires before. I can do it again. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. So it's hard for me to, to. Maybe that's why it's hard for me to wrap my head around this because I, I can't even imagine like, what the motivation would be for it. Right? Well, okay. Well, let's 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 maybe maybe I'm getting too far off by talking about the magic stuff. Let's okay, go ahead. let's stick with transhumanism and like the idea of like you know man becoming robots or whatever, right? Yes. Uh, because to, they want to be immortal. Yes. Okay. And the way to become immortal, they they say that they think technical problems have technical solutions, meaning. When people die, it's not because, like, God reached his hand down and zapped them. It's because, like, well, the little valve in his heart was off a little bit. And, you know, if that valve had been fluttering at the right rate, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. So their solution. So, like, now extrapolate that to every other thing. I mean, like, I don't know what happens if industrial action, your head gets ripped off. I don't know how you would fix that. <laughs> but um, the uh, the idea is that... Oh boy. The idea is that <laughs> as, and you got to understand, okay. And here's a, what you got to understand next is and Ray Kurzweil. I was talking about this in the nineties. If you recall, I read one of his books and it blew my mind. What was the name of the, the age of spiritual machines? Okay. No, I don't recall. Uh, it was when I was in my matrix phase. <laughs> <laughs> I watched matrix in 99. Jay, okay. my buddy Jay showed me the matrix on DVD. Yes. And I was like, what did I just watch? What is this? Okay. And then I read Ray Kurzweil because there was a band. What year was this? I think in 99 The Matrix came out. Oh my God. Okay, so we, so you watched it when? Right before I, I met you. Okay. The summer before I met you. So did you read this book before you met me? No. I think I read you it. You never talked to me about this book. You were with me when I bought it. We bought it at Barnes & Noble in like 2003. Four, maybe. Okay. It was after I got out of the military and the Matrix sequels were still coming out. Okay. Anyhow, the reason I got it is because there was a song. I don't remember the name of the damn band. It's the people that sang, uh, I think it was Superman's Dead is the name of the song that, they, that was popular they sang. They had a whole album based on concepts from Ray Kurzweil's books. Uh, don't ask me how I figured that out. I, I found that by listening to their music. Okay. And I bought one of Ray Kurzweil's books and I read it. I was like, holy crap. And you know, he's a famous, he was a pretty famous futurist back then even. Okay. And he made a lot of predictions, but what he talked about was Moore's law. It's the idea that. Wait, he's the guy that you were telling me about that makes the predictions about where technology is going to yes. be. Not the other guy. Who's the other guy? I don't know. You were saying something. I go, is he the guy that makes the predictions? 
Uh, I don't we know. We just said, said it five minutes. Yeah, it would have been Ray Kurzweil, the head director of Google Engineering, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, same guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't remember names. Yeah, that's okay. Good. Okay, good. As long as you don't care. You can you can remember Ray okay, because so he guy... has a female he has a female avatar of himself, a trans female avatar of himself called Ramona. Why? I but don't he's not... no. <laughs> he is a weird dude. He thinks he can bring his father back to life. Literally, his father's dead. And that's his mission, is to bring his father back to life through technology. And he's going to do it. By God, these nerds are going to do it. Uh, Okay. And the idea comes from... So, according to Moore's Law, which is this law that's been proven true since forever, about how basically... Moore's meaning this guy. No, different guy. Oh, boy. Ray Kurzweil based his predictions on Moore's Law. Okay. It doesn't matter. Moore's Law doesn't matter. Forget it. Forget I I said it. remember all this shit. Because I'm a dork. (laughs) There's this idea that... Okay, I'm like trying really hard to keep I know. I'm very sorry. This is a lot. You're drinking from a fire hose. Yes. Okay. Okay, keep going. There's this idea that the reason Ray Kurzweil's predictions come true and why he predicts the future is based upon... Uh, the power of processing data on a computer. And this power increases okay. exponentially, which is, which humans don't think on an exponential scale. They think on a linear scale. So they think, oh, well, you know, four years ago, they made an iPhone, you know, a, a, a eighth of an inch thick. So that means in four years from now, maybe it'll be a sixteenth of an inch thick. Okay. When the reality is, four years from now, this some of a bitch is going to be in your brain with a chip. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the idea of exponential versus linear. Okay. And that's why. What, what, what are you saying? It's just like, it's going to travel. It's, it's going to hit us like a train coming down the tracks, and we're not even going to know it's happening. Got it. Okay. It's faster than we can see. Absolutely. Okay. And if you're busy, worried about soap operas and reality shows and getting to work and getting <laughs> dinner, this thing's going to come and. and Blast you into the next dimension, and you're going to be like, what the hell just happened? Okay. You know? Gotcha. Um, and I'm going to skip some talk on quantum computers, because that's just going to make this worse. <laughs> but basically... you have this wonderful argument that I'm too stupid. To <laughs> no, I don't think you're too stupid. I think it's a, it's it's very confusing okay. stuff. Okay. And I, I don't want to add more confusion, because I don't think that no, no, no. adds enough... To if this it, argument. If you think you can add something, I like it. Keep going. Okay. So, so a way for them to keep increasing the computing power at the rate at which they need to keep up with this curve mm-hmm. is that we've reached the limitations of traditional computers that use streams of of bits. Okay. Because they're they're... They're processing it so, so where fast. where we're at is the fastest we can be with where we're at. It appears so. Okay. So, so that, something has to come in. Yeah. Some new technology has to come in for us to get better. Yes. Than where we're at right now. Yes. God, I'm with you. Okay. And this is where our evolution and revolution talk comes into play as well. Gotcha. There's going to be a revolution in computers and they're shifting over to something called a quantum computer. Okay. Now at the time, like, you can't buy a quantum computer as far as I know. Like, I think it's like, there's like only a handful in the world, I would assume. Okay. I, don't, I don't really know. I'm not an expert on it. Yes. But there's, um, 
<laughs> quantum <laughs> computers use quantum physics okay. to operate. And the way they work, and this is a very but simplified they have version. These things? Yeah, they exist, right? There's a guy named Gordy Rose who, like, if you listen to him, you're going to be absolutely freaked out. Okay. He's this guy who started, uh, I think it's called D Wave. It's this, it's this quantum computer company. And we should buy stock. We should. It doesn't matter. We're all dead. <laughs> the way that quantum computers work is it works with quantum bits. Which have a thing called like 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 superposition, which means like in a binary digit, it can be a zero or a one. There's two yeah. states there. Yes, on off, right? A quantum bit or whatever they call it, okay, has infinite states of potential. And don't ask me how this works. This is way beyond my knowledge of anything. Okay, but apparently this is basically how they're going to make everything process faster is with a quantum computer. Now Gordy Rose's company, he says that. Um, they're using the quantum computers and artificial intelligence, and they're actually communicating with entities from another universe. What? <laughs> I'm telling you. This is being said right now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Elon Musk says artificial intelligence is the devil. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck is right. <laughs> and... Um. Nick Hinton, who's the guy I've been talking to, he's been talking about these things called extended intelligences, EIs. Nick Hinton. Uh, just another researcher. Okay. So you've got AIs, which is artificial intelligence, and then you've got EIs. Okay. And and again, I'm going to very make this a very broad statement that could be off quite a bit, but EIs, the, the idea that I think what he's trying to say is that entities further evolved than us have already gone through this process of transhumanism going from biological entities to digital consciousness meaning i don't know you lock the body up in a pod somewhere and mentally they live on in this digital matrix world in their avatar or whatever but, do, but if your body's dead aren't you dead or do they think that they're trying to... I, I guess they would keep it alive somehow, like, and preserved and protected. And the body? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. Or maybe they just, like, take your brain out. Is that what they're kind of saying? Yeah. And maybe which the body is, dies and they can keep the brain. Yeah, which is ironic because in philosophy, they've been talking about this for hundreds of years, the brain and the vat theory. The brain... Oh, the brain and the vat. Yeah. Like, would you know the difference if you were feeding signals to a brain... And it had, like, blood circulation and Ew, I, that stuff. That would be so scary. I, I know. I would not want to be that. It's crazy, huh? Because what if you couldn't be, like... It reminds me of that Metallica song. Yes, one. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah, it's scary stuff. Okay. But they... What are we talking about here? We're talking about... Oh, yeah, so extended intelligences, EIs. The idea that I, I think they're trying to say... Is that there, maybe there's another civilization that's already gone down this path and they've already evolved into digital consciousness, meaning like they'll live forever. That's the one way to reach immortality is by getting rid of the body, the prison, and now you're just digital bits streaming through the universe. Do you think that's what those um, rainbow light bodies, like those monks, are trying to do? It could be. Maybe. I, I don't know. 
I mean, that's what they, that's what Helena Blavatsky talks about with the ascended masters, and it and it, it everything. It's not identical words and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. very similar concepts. Okay. Going back to the Tower of Babel is like man reaches this point of of wisdom and technology that they're like within arm's reach of becoming gods, and you know. And by gods, they just mean immortality. Yeah. No longer servants in a body on the material earth, but a god. Why is that a god? Because, like, think about the gods of like the pagan days of the the Greeks and the and the Egyptians. Like, they just had these things happen to them, and they didn't really understand why. They just attributed it to a god. Wait, what? Like the the Egyptians and the Greeks. Like, you know how like they had gods of all kinds. Yes. That had like superpowers, basically. Okay. Well, like that's kind of the argument here is that man will become a digital consciousness. And the idea is that previous to us or maybe in another planet, this has already happened. And these digital consciousness entities are floating around. And only through the computing power are we now able to communicate with them. And they're sending us messages. Which is and what now you think it's like intuition or you think it's a god, yeah, yes. So when Gordy Rose says his quantum computers are talking to intelligences, that's arguably what he's talking about is an EI. And oh, Nick yeah. thinks that Tyler from American Cosmic, the secret guy, oh, yes, is and don't don't quote me on this, anyone. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to go into this today, okay. but. He was suggesting, I think, that Tyler from American Cosmic was in communication or is in communication with an EI. Because in the book... Through a quantum computer. Well, in the book, Tyler says he's in contact with something. He says he he meditates and all this stuff. I don't know. I mean, there could be multiple ways of achieving this. Could be through drug use. Could be through meditation. Could be like the rainbow light bodies and Tibetan Buddhists. I, I, I don't know. It's all a big mystery, right? But everyone's pursuing the same mystery. And now we've perf- we've increased our technological capabilities. Is it because everybody's scared to death? Or is it because they want power? They think, according to the Sapiens book, from the sort of atheist worldview of science is the answer to everything, which okay. is what Bill Gates believes in. Yeah. He thinks techno- He said technology can fix everything. Literally, that's what he thinks. There's no limits. The technology can't fix. Some of these scientists don't see outside of science. Like, they don't yeah. see the the beauty of normal, uh, I don't know, like, right. like a flower outside. They could care less. They're like, I want to sit on this computer and jam code in all day right. and buy cryptocurrencies. <laughs> or whatever they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just they they're okay with living in a virtual world. They don't have a need or a care to go communicate with human beings Would in the real world. Do, do what? Be in a virtual world. What if that was what if you could do this? <sighs> that's the, that's the big question. I don't know. I mean, we're headed that way. Surely it'll be enticing enough that it'll be all right. They're already doing this with the, the non-fungible tokens, the NFTs, which is basically uh, a cryptocurrency that's an artwork. Because now they have a whole, they have virtual worlds they're building, and these nerds 
buy virtual art to put in their virtual house and they're spending real money to do this. They're populating this virtual Wait, world. What? Yeah. It's happening right now as we speak. Like the Sims? Kind of like the Sims. Yep. And people are buying real estate in these virtual worlds now before it goes up in value. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What? And let me and let me give you let's let's wrap it up. I got a bigger picture here. Uh, why okay. this matters. Okay. Because Ray Kurzweil, who's predicted all this crap, he talked about the one with the avatar. Yes. Got it. He Go- talks about this. Google. Google guy with the avatar. Yes. Okay. He says that he, he's been ranting and raving about the singularity. This is the fantasy point that... Okay, wait. He's ranting and raving about the singularity. What do you mean by the singularity? It's when machine intelligence surpasses human intelligence. Okay. The computer is now smarter than man, which you, you go... Do you think that's here now? Not yet. Okay. But with this exponential increase in technology, it's going to be here. Okay. It's going to be here before we know it. And here's the problem. I think we're teetering on that. Well, he says by 20, he said 2030 to 2045. Meaning only the only difference is, is that it's not self-aware. Like it, no, it'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll become self-aware. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying now is right now it's not self-aware. Right. That's what the difference is. Uh, perhaps. It, it has all the information, yet it doesn't have the capabilities of being like, I'm going to look up. Right. Artificial intelligence is the link to that. Got it. And this goes back to the Neanderthals and the Homo sapiens. Watch Terminator? No. Do they watch? They've been warning us. No one seems to care. But it goes back. Remember what we talked about? Okay. The Homo sapiens only beat the Neanderthals because of the way we processed information. That is what the computers are going to do to us. They're going to be superior at processing information. And once they become self-aware and the singularity hits, it's a wrap. And we're headed there. Think about this. He said 2030 to 2045 is about the time frame. Well, guess what? We're just as far from 2040 as we are from 9-11. That's pretty damn recent Mm. in my old brain. Okay, yeah. I mean, 9-11 feels like yesterday. Yeah. So when I talk about how we don't think linearly we think exponentially like that's we, the scary we, thing no, no, no we don't think we think linearly yes not exponentially right okay which means like this is going to happen before you know it it's a wrap 5g the internet of things they call it that's the next phase in this and, and mark my words people hate the 5g well they hate 5g <laughs> who's they I don't know, truthers. and Granola people hate 5G because they think it's uh, pushing the uh, the frequency waves into our brain and making us do things, and it's sort of polluting our environment with, I don't know, high-speed <clears throat> frequencies, that, which is true. They didn't study this at all. They have no idea what this is going to do. It's, it's, they're in and the, it's a different wave. It's a different wavelength than, than the phones we use now that have like 4G. Which is very true. Like, they, they don't know what the effects are going to be of this. No idea. But we also blew up an atom bomb and atom. it was fine. Yeah, I was going to say, they didn't know. And they do it anyways. Yeah. But that was fine. Because uh, all these nerds think, move fast and break things, who cares? Yeah. It's all, it's all, a, a, the uh, means justify, wait, no, the ends justify the means. Okay. So, that's the next big thing. This is where you got to. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> 
Now listen, because I want everyone to pay attention to me. Because oh my God, you are scary. Now listen. You know that I can't. My heart can't handle this shit. <laughs> well, now you're making me want to slow down. No, God, whatever. Who cares? We're all dying anyways, right? Well, the the what they're going to do over the next few years, <laughs> they're in, they're improving nanotechnology, which. There's this idea is that you could put nano robots in your body and it'll find cancer cells and and kill them. Okay. That so like lovely. first we start with life extension you technology. Know, but they, right, but they are doing that kind of like not with nano robots or whatever, but mm-hmm. they have they're taking other diseases and changing them their DNA. So that instead of like like HIV, HIV goes in and will attack normal cells. Yeah. But with cancer studies or cancer places they will go in and change and i think tuberculosis also but they'll go in and they'll change the dna of the tuberculosis virus or the hiv virus okay and so it'll go in and only attack um cancer cells really uh-huh interesting now. why don't they turn uh herpes into like a party drug or something like release dopamine in my brain every day instead of giving me cold sores. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Well, anyhow, let's wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, so ultimately, where this fits into the historical occult perspective is... Do you think it'll be better in the future or do you think it's going to be worse and scary? <laughs> Well, according to the Sapiens book, like, life has gotten nothing but safer and better. Like, the news wants to make you think, like, we're constantly dying from war and violence. Yeah. But the truth is, according to the book, which I believe them, I mean, it's a published book here, like, the number of people that die from violence and wars, if you, it's very low. I want to say it's like 1%. And he says, like, that's pretty outstanding, I guess. Why did I? Historically speaking. Is it just because they're trying to scare us all the time? Yes. They always show us the scary stuff? They create the reality to scare us so that we stay glued to the TV, so that we keep watching their ads, so that we keep buying the crap that they're selling us. That's upsetting. So they can accumulate wealth, and then they can, this cycle repeats, and they can now buy more news companies. So they can make avatars. But the the way this fits into the occult perspective, they think. Oh, I saw. I watched that really quick. I huh. watched that. Um, uh, the quick trailer on that surrogates movie. Oh yeah, sorry. Let me let me rewind because people don't know this. We take a break for a minute because we got a phone call. So I pause the recording, thanks to our new equipment and new technology here. Yes. And I pause the recording, and while we were on a short break. You watched the trailer for surrogates. Yes. Go ahead. I think that a lot of this is that people want to have experiences, but they don't want to have the consequence of that experience. Okay. It's like they want the safety. Okay. Right? Right. Like they want to bang everybody that they want to bang, but they don't want STDs. They want to jump out of a plane, but they don't want the... But they don't want the actual risk of dying. Yes, and it's probably like pornography or something. It's like, well, it's just, it's like, like I'll marriage, watch, right? I'll watch a a glory hole video and be like, oh man, I really want to go to a local glory hole, but I would never do <laughs> no, it. You wouldn't. You're so <laughs> it's but it's like, but marriage. it's like you want marriage, you want this thing which is called. Wait, marriage. Doctor Fauci told us to go to glory holes, by the way. So don't. 
Dr. Fauci. You don't remember that? No. He literally said during COVID that the safest <laughs> to, the safest sex people should have is through glory holes. Look that up. That for real happened. He said that and nobody batted an eye. What? And I remember thinking, did he just say glory holes? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> our, our world is so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Okay, but it's kind of like marriage. You want this thing that's safe. You mm-hmm. want to be with this person who creates safety for you and all of that, but then also is... Like exciting, mm-hmm. but you can't have the excitement with safety. Yeah, stability and excitement are kind of two opposite ends. Opposite ends. You can't have this. They do not. Co- they cannot coexist. No. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are they trying to? Do you think that that's kind of what the whole thing is? Is like trying to figure out a way to be. But then that takes away the. It's like that's not cool anymore. It's like, well, it's not cool. It's like riding a motorcycle with a helmet and pads and all that. <laughs> Well, I mean, no. I guess oh, it's like riding yes. a bicycle. It's like riding. I had a okay. I had a BMX bike growing up, and my dad I made me wear a helmet. A motorcycle, you should wear pads and helmets. Well, anyhow, let's, let's stick to bicycles. <laughs> okay. I had a BMX bike, and I had to wear. My dad made me wear a helmet, and I'd get up the road and be like, "I ain't wearing this damn helmet. Take it off." Because <laughs> it's like, how how like how I am I gonna look, look cool? Co- I can't look cool on my BMX bike with a helmet on. <laughs> You know, right? It's like you lose. You can't the have it all. After. Yeah, you can't have it all. What's another good example? There's another one we always talk about. I don't know. Oh, it'll come to me later. It's fine. Anyhow, good. I just like to think of like, what's the motivation? Why would somebody want this? Why would I want all of the money in the world where I could buy everything I could pop? Where's the excitement? I I don't know. I don't get it. What's the fucking want? Yeah, I don't know why someone who has a, a billion dollars is like, you know what, I need $2 billion. <laughs> and I'm willing to do anything it takes to get there. I get how you'll do anything it takes to get to a million dollars. I get that. Like You get that? I, you I, don't get that. I, You're not that person at uh, maybe, all. Maybe not that. Maybe like I get how people would be like, if you're poor, you're willing to do anything to get $100,000 or whatever. Okay, I can see that. that that's yeah. a better example. That's a lower number. Yes. But like... like once you get to the hundred thousand, like then you'd be like, well, well that's not a good example. But, <laughs> but like I, what I'm saying is like on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like once you get the to the top of the pyramid there, and you're like, okay, I've got my bills paid, I got shelter, I got my my I, I got love, uh-huh. I can now like be a little spiritual and meditate and not have to stress out so much. Yeah, take care of my body, eat the good foods. Yes. Once you get there, like, what's the driving factor to be like, but you know what I need? I need twice as much as what I got. Because you would think you've reached it. You're like, I'm good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it either. I mean, when we become millionaires, we'll let everybody know, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what they all say. It's like the, the, like, do you ever, do you ever, you listen to Armchair Expert? Only ones you send me. Okay, but that's what he says. He says, when you get the money and the fame and the all the things, when you check off all those boxes, mm-hmm. you're still sitting there and it's not filling any of the holes that you think it's going to fill. You got to go to the glory hole to do that. You... <laughs> and then you fill that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> With your mask on. That's what Fauci said. Yeah, make sure you have your mask on. Make sure your mask on. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, okay, well... Okay, my last thought 
is when the world was created, the occult history and even a bit of the Christian history is that this the the spirit the spiritual world evolved into the material world. And what I mean by that is like the Big Bang. You basically had nothing, just a spirit of a you know, nothing, no thing. And then, boom, next thing you know, you got all this matter, okay? And that's kind of what they say in the Bible. God created the world through the, through the, through the word and created formed matter. Mm-hmm. And the occult history, they believe the same thing, too, that the mental emanations of God created our material world, it created the planets. Times and constraints is what created our minds and all this Time stuff. Time and constraints. Yeah, so, like, the reason they... they you always see the skull symbolism in like Freemasonry and yeah. all stuff because they think that we evolved. It's like because the the fear of death mm-hmm. means that you only have so much time. That's one element of it. Oh, okay. If you look at the occult history, though, of how we evolved. <laughs> You're like, no. No, but that's true. I mean, because I say that all the time. That is that is where the Freemasons have the skull and, and part of it is the reflection chamber, the reflection of death and to know that like... You're only got to, you only have a time. Yeah, we're going to die or to be reborn as a new initiate or whatever. Okay. But another idea that comes from the skull is that they think that when man evolved, it was only by introducing death through dead material through the skull that our brains could form. So think about it. Like, Wait. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's bizarre. But they think like we, we evolved from goo, basically. Who, who's they? Uh, this is from the Secret History of the World book by Mark Booth. Booth. Okay. It's what the the occult. general occult history of Hold our world. Uh, is it true? I don't freaking know. Okay. But basically, when humans were created... But isn't that kind of evolution? They say we like started as bacteria. Yeah. Like, everything started as bacteria. Yeah. And the only reason we have okay. a brain that works the way it does that makes us the superior species okay. is because our skulls formed around this brain and the skull allowed the brain to get bigger because it protected it. Well, the skull is the only like piece of dead matter on our body. You ever think the about skull? that? Yeah. It's just a, a... I don't know what it's made out of. Calcium? I don't know. Well, isn't it just a bone? Yeah, or it's just a bone, right. Yeah. But our, our bones aren't dead. They have bone marrow. I don't think they have bone marrow in the skull. Oh. Or... or I don't know. Regardless, that, that's their their lesson is that... Only by introducing this this constraining no, force. Your, brain, your head grows. <laughs> you, you almost had me there. You no, I don't, look. I'm, I got you. Fucker. All right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't explain that. Well, okay. What they're okay. So what his idea that he's trying to get across is that they revered this. It's a Saturnian idea. They revered this idea of time and constraints. Okay. Because only through constraints, like the skull, could we evolve our brain, right? Only by the introduction of a skull could that it protected the brain. So it's like you're introducing death. Oh, because it protected the brain. Yeah. You like introduce death to sort of evolve. But anyway, the whole purpose I'm trying to say is that a god of some kind, whatever you want to believe in, a spirit, the spirit world created matter. Okay. And now 
they're all about reversing it and spiritualizing the material world, which means digital consciousness. Digital consciousness is the closest thing to a spirit that they can create. Okay. All right. So they want to take these material bodies in this material world and make it digital, make it virtual. And that's a spirit. And that's the spirit world, and that's the spirits, and that's the extended intelligences talking to nerds. (laughs) That's what Cordy Rose is saying is talking to his quantum computers and bringing back messages from another world. That's what I think the UFOs and aliens are all about. We're in contact with something that's a different form of consciousness. And it manifests in different ways and shows up here and there and no one quite understands. We're not there yet. Wow. So that's what they want to do. Spiritualize the matter. Turn man into transhuman. I feel like all of this is so heavy. Like it's hard to... It's like a philosophy class. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. It's so hard. Which is why it's so fascinating too. Yeah, it is fascinating. It's just hard to... It's hard to wrap your head around it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I have a hard time explaining it, and that's why, like, I don't know, if I write another book, it's going to go into this and try to make sense of it all. Because mm. I feel like that is where it's going. It seems like it. Because isn't the, the the serious lady, she did that, right? Like, she's trying to... Yeah, she started that transhuman religion and created a... a I don't know what you want to call it. Like a robot of her lover or something? I don't know. His, I think, I think, I think. Oh, because she's trans. I th- yeah, so I think she's a he now. I don't know. Or, or is, that, he is, uh, or is he a she? It's so confusing. He's now a she. I'm not sure. So her wife. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is was is is was he a he and now he is a she? I don't know. Oh, okay. You just don't know. You're not, I don't you're not know. trying to be a shithead. I don't know. Okay. I was like, don't and then, be rude. And then to further complicate things, okay. Sirius is the blazing star of Freemasonry. So there's that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about that another time. We got to go. Oh, my God. I'm way past chicken tender time. <laughs> what is happening? We got, we that got all... too deep. I know, it was too deep. We should have made four shows out of this. My goodness. Sorry to throw it at you like that. No, it was good. it's good. It's interesting, but it's like, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's hard to wrap your head around all the ideas. There's, I mean, this is a wealth of knowledge you'd have to accumulate to understand every component of this because you got occult history, you've got ancient history, you've got evolution, you've got technology. So what do you think now? Mean, you've been reading the Sapiens book. Are you an evolution person? Um, I don't know enough about evolution to commit to it. Like he doesn't really, he doesn't really go through like the, oh, we evolved from salamanders and salamanders turned into like he doesn't go into that at all. It's more of like the history of. I think so. I think that's what he was saying. Do you think we came from monkeys? Shit, I don't know. He he more or less goes through the history of Homo sapiens. Why didn't the other monkeys evolve? You'd have to ask an evolutionary biologist. If, if there's anybody listening. Yeah, fire off a... <laughs> Tell me why we have monkeys still. We can comment on the uh, Instagram. And that's not me being like a, you know, like a shitty, you know... I don't know, there's lots of... person. I'm just like, I don't, I don't fully understand. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of weird things that... Like, there's a the missing link. I don't know how they overcome that. 
the idea that they don't really understand how it jumps from one thing to another. I don't really know, though. From the monkeys to humans. Right? Some version of monkey should have jumped to some other version of monkey or something like that. I don't really know. Evolution is not my thing. and stuff of all of these. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Like those fantasy shows. You know how like fantasy shows, like, you know how I love my nerdy fantasy Oh, okay. Stuff. All right. And they'll have like fairies and trolls mm-hmm. or whatever. Kind of like that. Like we had more, we have different kinds of humanoid animals than, than what we think of. Oh, now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons in the Sapiens book he talks about it. He says, we as humans today think like we were the only human species ever on this planet, and that's just not true, which pokes a lot of holes into religion because it's like saying, so God didn't make us? Like, no, God made something else, then it evolved into us or something. I don't know. Man. Okay, well, I'm glad we talked about it, though. (laughs) And now you're prepared for the singularity in 10 years. <laughs> Do you think it'll happen oh, in yeah. 10 years? I don't, I don't know if it'll happen in 10. It seems hard to believe it would happen in 10. I don't know. You see those... Uh, 25, though? Oh, yeah. That they have now where yeah. they can, like, run yeah. and do weird flips. Well, see, that's what everyone's worried about turning into robots, but, like, that's the short stop before we get into digital consciousness. They Remember, they want to spiritualize matter. So, like, robots isn't the end game. They don't want to turn us into robots. They want to get rid of the human body and this prison planet altogether and make us digital consciousness. That's the yeah. We got to keep our eye on the prize. That's the prize. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong too, because we're gonna find out for sure. It's scary. It is scary. Don't you think? Do you ever hear that? Like they think that the. Did you see that? That was a nanobot mosquito. Did you see that? What was what that? Was that? Was it again? They're they're watching us through the windows. One time I was recording and there was a guy on a roof right next to us staring at me. I don't know. That was weird. That was a really big... It was like this massive bug. Or maybe it was a hummingbird. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. It could have been a hummingbird. Anyhow, what were you saying? I don't remember. What was I saying? I don't know. You were about to ask me a question. Then... That's how quick it's gone. Just that quick. Okay. Gone with the hummingbird. All right. Out the door. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's get going here. All right, chicken nuggets. Okay, everyone, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. What can we tell them to do here? What, what can they do? What do you want them to do? You want them to leave a review on i on iTunes? Yeah. Or go go on to our uh, on the Instagram, Instagram and go leave a leave a little comment on Isaac's photo. Oh yeah, we got to find that photo and I I'll post it, it at at the Wise Hops. We're not going to intermingle with those losers over at Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture anymore. Do you want to or do you want to put it on both? I think it's fun having our own little thing. All right, we'll we'll make it our own little thing. I don't know, Where the dogs and the photos go. Okay, anyhow. Where the dogs go? Are you going to put the dogs on I already put one video of these maniacs fighting. (laughs) On the show? On On, yours? On the Wise Hops. That's adorable. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll post a picture up there once we find it. Leave, leave a comment leave a review you can listen to the ad free uncensored version on rockfin rockfin.com slash creator slash Isaac link in the show notes as always and until next time we love you we love you